What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Bourbon Buzzed and Ballin' Podcast. We are your hosts, Colby and Dutt, and we got a podcast that we like to talk sports and drink some bourbon. At the end, we always like to rate a few choice bourbons. Yeah, yeah, we're going to stick with the, we got a couple more Old Foresters this week, so that'll be three weeks in a row where we, you know, we knocked out that, that Whiskey Row series, and we got the, the original tonight. and The uh, original, yeah, starting yeah. from the bottom and working our yeah, way up. Yep, yeah. so uh, we, we kind of did it backwards a little bit. We did, <laughs> but, we did. Uh, we went with what, we, we, what was available to us at the time, but yeah, we'll... That we'll do doesn't it. surprise me. We I would do it. something backwards. We yeah. kind of jump two feet in, but you know, we like to we like to talk sports, just general. Um, obviously, it's football season, so and and we're you know we're like most of the average Joes. We love football, so yeah. we kind of talk mostly about football. Right. But we like to maybe bring in some some baseball, some playoffs, some World Series talk. Uh, of course, if you followed our show so far, you've seen. That we like the opening toast. We we have a scumbag of the week. We have different segments we do. But what we really try to do with this podcast is just give a general conversation about sports, our inside, our inside, or our opinions on stuff. Basically, what we'd be doing anyway. We're just filming it. <laughs> just filming it and putting it out there That's on right, social media. You know, we we'd be sitting around drinking some bourbon, talking sports anyway. So we figured, might as well. Might film as well, it, might make it a podcast. Well, might as well subject you to our opinions. That's right. Well, yeah. why don't you? Why don't you? Uh, you want to start with the opening toast? Yeah, let's open this up. All right, let's let's uh, start with the opening toast. I know you've got one, and I've got one. Um, mine, I'm gonna go with uh, Alabama cornerback Eli Ricks. Now uh, he was just named for this past week the uh, Benaric Defensive Player of the Week. Sweet. And this was his first start of the season. He was a highly decorated. Uh, rec- uh, transfer that uh, yeah. came from, came over from LSU to a Alabama. Five star recruit. He was preseason All American before he even stepped on the field at Alabama. Hasn't even played and very much, and he's still in everybody's mock. Yep. Draft. Yeah, it's one of the uh, like a top ten cornerback yeah. for the draft next year. You know, he he when he got here, when he got to Alabama, he was battling some back injuries. Early on, he was playing sparingly, and when he was playing, he was playing poorly. Right. Um, yeah. I don't think that. I think he gained so much confidence, man, and and his his game was. I mean, I I basically watched him almost every play. Right. That you know that they were focusing in on him. Oh, he, he was, was he, he was, was shut down, man. He was probably you know no disrespect to Will Anderson, but in that game he was probably the best defensive player on the field. He contested every pass yeah, yeah. except for two yep. that I counted. Yep. I mean, yeah, he, he was credited with four uh, <laughs> PBUs, pass breakups. Um, so, and the reason I you know. I, the reason I want to recognize him is because in today's world of entitled athletes and how people jump in and out of the transfer portal any time of the year. Sure. Him being such a five-star, he was a freshman All-American at LSU, highly decorated. He had his pick of any school he could have went to. Right. And he gets here and he's not got any playing time. But he never complained, kept putting in the work. Worked his ass off in practice. Got uh, you know after the uh, Tennessee shellacking, uh, yeah, it was and, and Terry Arnold kind of got exposed. He got his shot, and when that opportunity came, he crushed it. I feel like uh, I feel like Coach knew when the time was right. 
I mean, personally, after watching Saturday, I felt like the time was wrong because mm-hmm. he should have been in. Right. But I believe yeah, you just have to kind of trust yeah, okay. in what Coach Saban does because, I mean, like you said earlier, he, he struggled in spot places in earlier games. Yeah. And I think he just wasn't engaged. Yeah. And knowing he was starting, he had the confidence, he was engaged. He even stated himself that it felt good to contribute. Mm-hmm. And so I think for a kid like a five-star, you know, a highly decorated cornerback who's already being put on an island by themselves, and they have to have a whole different mentality. Right. And if you have a little bit of confidence lag, oh yeah, you're in trouble. You're, 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 you're in trouble. You're toast, literally. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, that's why I wanted to, to toast to him because I'm proud of what he accomplished and, and – and the determination and not just pouting and, yeah, you know, being entitled. But he, There was some negativity about him out there on social media throughout the last couple of months. Right. You know, like, is it is it his attitude? You know, what is it that – why isn't Eli Ricks on the field? And well, and that's the he, thing. Nobody knows what's going on behind the scenes. You don't. So You don't. You know, a lot of – That's why we're fans and we're exactly, not – Exactly. Yeah. Our opinions are just that. They're just opinions. So, I got Eli. Who you got? I got the great Jim Nance. Okay. Yeah, Jim Nance announced that he's stepping away from the basketball tournament. Right. In which he's been he's been calling uh, the NCAA tournament since '86, and ironically, uh, he started in Houston calling the the, the tournament. Is that where, where it he is? went to school? Oh, okay. Is that where? It and that's is where this he's year? calling it this year, where it ends. Or actually, so, I guess 2023. Yeah, but. 2023, which seems like he kind of pre-planned it this way he's he's still going to be calling nfl and of course the masters and and some select golf tournaments so you know i've been i enjoy jim nance's yeah he's one of the best he is he's he's really good i mean and his voice is just it's synonymous to me with the masters golf and Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna miss him okay on the big dance for sure well eli and jim cheers cheers What you sipping on this evening? Woo! <laughs> Something to knock your socks off. Yeah, I got an old Forester. We're sticking with the old Forester right. line. They, family. They have a very long line and every different dollar amount all the way up. Right. To the unicorn birthday that that's worth hundreds yeah. that we can't find. We haven't seen it anywhere. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this is the Prohibition style. Uh, what is it? 100? 115, I think, proof. It's got me, 115 proof. (laughs) Maybe it'll help you with that cough. Yeah, so I apologize for the cough, but I've been battling a cold. But that's good, man. It's smooth. Well, I'm I'm a creature of habit, I guess. I I got the Statesman again. Uh, But it's it's so good. Probably the favorite out of the whole line. Yeah, it it, it is my favorite, uh, barely edging out the 1910. The 1910 was – we both gave it a neat also. Right. But I still prefer the, the oranginess of this over the, the oatmeal raisin of the 1910. Oatmeal but, uh, raisin. Yeah, but we got two two new foresters tonight, so yep. we might have a new contender. Yeah, the ones in, and it's kind of, uh, you know, the, they're a little bit lower proof uh, tonight. Yeah. We got an 86 proof, and I believe the other one is a 93. I think it is 93. Um, but we'll, we'll address that at, when we go over to the bar at the end of the show, but... Uh, Anyway, that, those are our toasts, uh, so uh, let's uh, talk about uh, the opposite of All right. who, we, who we toast, and that's the scumbag of the week. 
I gotta say, it was. I had to stretch a little it, bit. I had it, nobody know, really jumped out like, it, yeah, like right. I have been. Yeah, I mean, unless we would have <clears> stuck <throat> with some some uh, repeat offenders like right. Antonio Brown, you know, who's still he's still chirping. he won't go away. No, I mean uh, he's not relevant anymore, and so he's got to got to keep. And his I know, relevance. and I know, your scumbag of the week is one that uh, we've we've mentioned on here before. Um, so she's kind of a recurring, but she was back in the news. Again yeah. this week, and I'm gonna so. kind of, I'm gonna kind of use. You want me just break in? To yeah, break, yeah, I go just ahead. let me break in. I'm, I'm, my scumbag of the week actually is gonna be the United States government. Okay, you you flipped it on me. I'm there. gonna flip it. Okay. It's gonna be the U.S. government with the Brittany Griner story. Okay, you know she's lost her appeal. If you haven't heard that, it got it got denied. You know they're gonna uphold that in in Russia. Yeah, her nine year sentence. And the United States government, you know President Biden still getting involved in discussing this prisoner swap and of course they're still dis- discussing you know the the murderer mm-hmm. and the guns, the guns dealer, dealer. Yeah. as the prisoners which isn't swap. an equal swap it's a, a ridiculous swap the murderer is not even in US custody he's in German he's in the Germany custody mm. so it's not even so they're working with Germany on that but the biggest the biggest thing i'm getting from the story is we have a, a marine an ex-Marine, Paul Whelan, mm-hmm. who has been in prison since 18 for an espionage, espionage charge, espionage charge right. um, that, that seems flimsy. And yet he's still stuck over there and we're worrying more about Brittany Griner. I just, again, it's, I don't want to get too political, but you know, we got a, a, a patriot over there that's been supposedly wrongly accused. Right. I don't know the facts. But what I do know is that they've they've already exchanged one prisoner, and Whelan got left behind, and so now if Brittany Griner comes back and we leave a, a patriot that served his country, defended our freedoms, defended our flag, yeah, and we have somebody that it's not a, not a good look. It's not a good look. Yeah. It's a it's another bad look for our government, and I mean President Biden is just I, I just don't understand where we're at. It's just real iffy. So the U.S. government, you're you're my scumbag of the week. <laughs> I wish you would represent us better. Yeah, well, that, that, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we talked a lot last week about the uh, the Alabama Tennessee game and uh, how the Tennessee fans stormed the field after the game. Well, a, a video popped up uh, Monday morning of one of the Alabama players, Jermaine Burton. Uh, you can't really tell where he makes contact with, with this female student of Tennessee, and she kind of, you know, the first clip I saw was just one angle where it looked like he kind of went back after her. But then there was a second clip that showed from the reverse side of her cutting him off and going. Cut him off. And then he kind of reached back to push or whatever. Now, my issue with that is, you know, never. I'm a firm believer you never put a hand on a woman. Of course, given that chaos, he might not even realize it was a woman, uh, you know, because he's probably got his head down a little bit and sees a blur go in front of him. So he's a candidate of mine, but he's not my scumbag. My scumbag is anyone that rushes the field during a sporting event. 
whether it be storming the field after the game or like during the playoff game with the Astros, some dude runs out there to take a selfie with Jose Altuve. Right. You know, Altuve doesn't know what this guy's intentions are. You never do. You, you never know, that, do. that dude that ran a, in the football game with the smoke blowing out of his right. back. I mean, he might have had a bomb or something. You got – Nobody's there to see these people. In this world, you can't you, trust anything. No. I mean, think back to 1993 when Monica Sellis got stabbed. Right, right. That was 93. Think about how much worse the world is today than in 93. Yeah. And you got 75,000 people storming the field just because of a, a regular season game? Yeah, you know, and, and I'll, I'm, so I'll play devil's advocate and – everything because okay. I have a I have my own personal take um, number one I've watched this video ad nauseum I mean I have watched this video tons of times I've read I've listened to other takes my take is this she shoved a phone in his face yeah and you can see when he reaches back you can if you look down to the bottom right you can see an object go flying so his his account is that he pushed a phone down mm -hmm. And there's other accounts that she was attempting to do a social media post and get him in it. Wow. And so, so there's that side of the story. There's no strike or slap. Right. That is being completely... I've heard, I've heard it uh, described as a punch. That is so yeah. unfairly, unjust, right. blown out of proportion by the media and then, of course, social media. Anybody who's anti-Alabama right. has clearly jumped on this. And I get it. It's not a good look. Yeah, even and Pat McAfee was complaining yeah. about uh, how Saban handled it. Well, you know, I I kind of wish Saban had suspended Jermaine on the back end of this investigation just because it would have been the right look. Right. <clears throat> but at the same time, you got to believe that he has more inside information than any of us. That we don't have, exactly. And, I mean... I think it's just it's completely been dishonestly reported. It's unjust, and like you said, yeah, I know that's that's like, a, like that's everything in the media. Exactly, but like you said, I I totally listen Tennessee, UT fans. I get it. Fifteen years of beatdowns of all the field storming. That I think one, Tennessee and the NCAA should have been ready for that. And one. I think they were. I think they were because they were joking about it on College Game Day that morning that uh, you know. They already had the the the, the goalposts ordered, right, to replace them. But this past weekend, you got the number four team in the country, Clemson, beats Syracuse. The, a basketball the, school. Yeah, a basketball school that was uh, like, uh, yeah uh, they were undefeated. School. Yeah, they were undefeated. They were they were number they were ranked fourteen, but Clemson. <clears throat> Act like you've been there before. You, you have been you there have before. Been there. You you were you were considered yourself a, a on dynasty the, yeah. on level with Alabama a few years ago. Yeah. We see where that's falling. Yeah. And now you but, got your fans storming the field because you beat Syracuse. Yeah. And then uh, it happened twice this week. LSU over Ole Miss. Beats Ole. What has Ole Miss ever done? Lane Kiffin, man. Lane Kiffin has vaulted them that LSU felt but like this, they needed to storm gotten, the field. This has gotten it's a safety issue because. You know what it is? It's social media, it man. Is, they just want to make a big, crazy post of the fans. and But nobody's there to see the fans. No. And it's 
It's dangerous. And, and what did the fans do that it's, they deserve to be out there celebrating? They don't. Because they clapped a little bit? It's dangerous, man. It is, and, it's and a safety I've issue. I've heard on Feinbaum to this week, mm-hmm. you know, Tennessee fans, uh, Georgia fans, any anti-Alabama fan calling and making fun of Saban and our, our team for saying they were a little scared. Yeah. Maybe not scared was the right word. Right. But to be honest with you, you know, you have a thousand fans that – have been screaming against you for decades. Drunk. Drunk. They're they're looking to maybe make a name. I mean, look at the Texas. Anything can happen. Look at the Texas Tech fan that shoved the Texas player. What if what if he blows out of ACL because he gets pushed and he wasn't ready for it? And what is Jermaine? What is a what is one of our players supposed to do that a couple of people get in their face and taunt them a little? I get it. I understand. But you also have to see it from the players and the coach. It's they're high profile. Nick Saban's high profile. Right. Now I get it. Saban's covered when, up by, when, by when, troopers. Oh, but he got bruises last year. A and It's just a, it's bad. It's bad. I'm glad they're getting fined. Well, I don't think the fines are, are enough. And it, I mean, not. LSU's on their third fine, two quarter million dollars. Yeah. Has it has it stopped anything? Not yet. I think you got to get drastic. I think if your team storms the field, you forfeit that win. That's interesting. I've heard that discussion. That, that'll keep them off the field. But there ain't going to be nothing to celebrate because <laughs> you just reversed that win. I mean, the, the the dude in the football game running with the smoke, I got no problem if there's a sniper <laughs> and takes him out. Well, I mean, he didn't even get egregiously tackled. Oh, and then he wants to sue and he, the, I know, right? I mean, I mean he laid him down. I it's mean, ridiculous. It was, Stay could, off the field. If you don't, if yeah. you don't have a uniform, <laughs> a credential – if you if, they, if you have no reason to be on that playing field, stay off the playing field. You guys are my scumbags of the week, and I second that. <laughs> I second that. It's ridiculous. Let's move on. All right, let's come in hot. Let's do it. All right, you you lead us. I don't. I, well, I only got. got? I, I tried because we're going to talk kind of all things sports. Right. I tried to go outside the box with my coming in hot with with some of your nondescript sports like soccer and uh, Manchester United is trying to give away Cristiano Ronaldo and nobody wants to take. Nobody him. wants to take him. Uh, I thought that he's was kind of. He's going to end up in the U.S. playing some MLS. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Hey, come to Charlotte. Yeah, sweet. Hey. I'll go watch him. All right, so that you know that was one thing that kind of caught my eye this past week that uh, nobody wants the soccer goat or Pele's probably the soccer goat, but Ronaldo and Messi over the last decade have been the two. Yeah, top players. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Messi for sure. Yeah, uh, F one. You know, we talked a little bit about it a couple of shows ago and how I'm getting into it. They were in the U.S. this week. They had the U.S. Grand Prix down in Austin, Texas. Uh, so it, it was. Great race. I, I watched it uh, this weekend. Verstappen, the champion, he he took first, and the uh, and Mercedes and Hamilton was second, and Ferrari with uh, Charles Leclerc uh, was third. So it was a good race. Um, and maybe you know on a future podcast we'll we'll do a little bit more on F one. Try yeah. to try to draw in some more fans because they're going to be doing three races in the U S. next year. So. Racing has definitely not ever been on my radar. You know, I, I'm i not a huge NASCAR fan. You know, I'll tell you, what, a, just, I'll tell you what started it. Was, I like horse racing. It comes, on, it comes on, they qualify Saturday morning, usually around 9 a.m. And then the race is, is Sunday, usually around <coughs> 9 a.m. 
and there's no commercials. It's only it, it, the race only takes about an hour, so or hour and a half. So it's you know waking up, laying in the bed, flip on the TV. Oh, this you know. <laughs> let me see what this is, and. Uh, that that might be a sport I would dig in person, you know. But yeah, man, I just, I mean, it's like I, I get a lot of people who are like, "How can you watch golf?" Right. But you know, when you're into something, you're into something. Right. I get it. I get and it. And then uh, I saw this today. And you remember Lendale White, uh, USC? I, Did you I, hear this yeah, story? Oh yeah, 150 grand in <laughs> yeah, cash. Yeah, and, somebody accidentally left it in his in his uh, apartment in, in a brown paper sack. <laughs> that's not a shock. Well, you know, it's that's. All this NIL and people are outraged by, oh, players are getting paid now. Players, players have been, been getting, paid. getting paid. If you think your school hasn't done it or not doing it, yeah, it's, it's definitely not just the the big ones, the, the, the schools that you think are winning that are getting right. the pay in their players. And I mean, my, it just happens. My last uh, coming in hot topic, I had uh, Coach Prime is getting college game day. Coach Prime, man. I, you know, I've, I've had some arguments with some – friends about HBCU and mm-hmm. they're a little they're a little upset at Prime getting all of this notoriety and he's not really an HBCU guy. Right. Well, and even the uh one of the opposers, the uh, Eddie Robinson Jr. Jr. that's then that's why it came up. You know, he was calling him out. Yeah. It's not a turf war, guys. No, it's and, not a and turf be war. proud of the fact that he is bringing all he this. He is high profile. You know, I get it that he went to a Power Five, but why would he not? I mean, he's one of the greatest well, I mean, NFL corners back, back, ever. Back so. then, how many well, right. players made it to the NFL? You had, yeah, you had some exceptions, and he probably could have been an exception as gifted as he was. Sure, but, but that's beside the point. Yeah, exactly. He's an HBCU coach now. He's, yeah, doing he's, a hell of a job. His team's 7-0. and Right, and he's bringing recruits in. He's raising the level of and, the entire conference. And, and what 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 is this going to do to recruiting, saying, hey, college game day's coming. Right, it's going to blow up for the whole conference. It helps everybody. So, it's, yeah, don't be don't It's be not a turf it. war. No, There's no reason it. to be upset at Prime because you absolutely have to have a high-profile player slash coach like that mm. to draw people in. He is a magnet. I mean, he is a I mean, I named my fantasy team after him. <laughs> That's how much I like Coach Prime, man. I Coach mean, Prime. and I wasn't even an FSU fan, but but man. even back in the 90s, you, you can, he you, was that magnetic. You, that, can't, you can't help but his personality. And it's, what's so funny is he's – Primetime and Deion Sanders are two different they are when, different when the personas. Light, when the light is on, he's prime time. Do you know he almost lost his leg? Yeah, yeah. I didn't really realize. I think that, he did lose a toe. He did. Well, he yeah, he lost a toe and a chunk of his shin and calf. But yeah. uh, you know, I watch his TikToks. You know, on on obviously on TikTok, um, he is man. He he just says he says the right stuff. You yeah. know, to his guys. Right. He says the right stuff, and then he he brings in this. He's like. Put my music on, and man, his whole locker room just yeah. Well, and you know lights what, up. what some of these critics might be setting up for is when he does jump and take a, a power five job next year or the year after. They can say, "See, he wasn't wasn't about this." But and, but that's what it's all about. I it's know. all about moving yourself 
up the ladder of what, whatever you want to accomplish, you should still be supportive of Coach Prime because right. he is not adversarial. No. In the least, he's not adversarial. No. I just don't. I don't get it. I've had this argument, and I'm. <laughs> I'll always back Dion. Right. I'll always back him just because he he's a qual he's a high quality dude. He is a good guy. Very good guy. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right. Well, we talked last week about how right now you got everything going on. <clears throat> this is the biggest time of the year for for all all things sports. So. We just decided this week we were just going to kind of jumble it all together and just, just talk sports. Yeah. So, first thing I wanted to talk about was we got the Phillies and the Astros starting up Friday in the World Series. Yeah, I missed that prediction. Well, we, 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 we had the Astros. Yeah, well, that was an easy one. We had that. And they ain't lost a game yet. Not, not yet. 7-0, <laughs> and oh, man. And, of course, we, we talked about the Phillies being on a roll and being hot, but we still weren't believers in them. I kind of thought the pods – had the firepower and the star power to knock right. them down, but but the Phillies absolutely, you know, played well. well I mean, look who the Phillies. They, they have firepower. They knocked off St. Louis two two games to none in the wild card. Then, <laughs> then they knocked <clears> off <throat> uh, the defending champs three games to one. Right. And then they knocked off the Padres four games to one. So, you know, they're sitting at, what's that, nine, nine and two? Nine and two. And the, and the uh, Astros are seven. And I still – Still, I mean, hey, can you? I still can't pull. Yeah. I still can't pick. I'm not pulling really. If I'm pulling for one team, I'd probably be pulling for the Phillies. But I, I could. Oh, I, man, I still. My head still tells me the Astros. That is hard. It's hard for you know the Astros cheated. You know, I don't think they're cheating now. Right. The Phillies fan base. Oh my gosh, the Phillies fan base makes it so hard to back any Philadelphia team. Right. Well, and you except know, for you know Jalen and Jalen and the Eagles, right. you know, but the only reason is is because of Jalen and Devontae. They will burn. Me. They will burn that city to the ground if the Phillies and the Eagles both were to be champions this year. And the Flyers <laughs> aren't the, the Flyers. The Flyers are they're they're so so. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they have a yeah, chance. Yeah, I don't look for them to. Anyway, back on the Strohs. I mean, you got Verlander against Wheeler in Game One. I don't know. I think the Phillies have a chance to jump out because Verlander's struggling right now. He's like yeah. a six point three in yeah, the he, playoffs. He, he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't been hasn't. the reason that, that the Astros have uh, been so good. In no. The so I mean, I think if uh, if Wheeler can keep the surge going and the and the offense goes, I mean, I think uh, I think the Phillies can jump out. But man, it's just hard to pick against. Yeah, it's hard to pick against. I mean, they haven't lost a game yet. And they, and the they were the they were the second best team in baseball. I think they had 106 wins. Yeah, the, only did. the Dodgers were better than them as far as overall. I mean, that's kind of who we thought it was going to come down to was the Dodgers and Astros. I, I put my money on the Strohs, but I'm I'm they're not sweeping. Right. They're not sweeping. In fact, I'm gonna pick the Phillies in Game One. Okay. I'm gonna pick the Phillies in Game One, and I I think it's gonna go four games to two Astros. That's what I think. Right. Well, you know, uh, the NBA started up, and uh, old Zion's already hurt. Already hurt, <laughs> man. Couple games in, falls Zion, and hurts and he his lost hip. all that weight. Looks so good, and he's got a boo boo on his hip. Already out tonight. Mm, mm, mm. Let's talk about the Queen City, man. Let's talk about Charlotte. Talk about Go it. two to one, two two games. Two games, in, I mean, two and one two record. Two one start. Yeah. You know, without Lamelo. 
without Terry Rozier? I mean, it's pretty good. Nick Richards stepping up. Well, you know, uh, the Lakers are talking about trying to trade for Rozier. Yeah, I heard that. Cause basically because uh, they need some shooting. Russell Westbrook sucks. <laughs> he does. He needs a change. I mean, I, I don't think he sucks, but well, it's almost it's like that he's, confidence thing. It's almost like he's tanking on purpose to try to get. Did you see that shot right. the other oh, night? Oh, that Brick City. That was horrible. <laughs> was, even even <laughs> AD and LeBron looked at him like, what, what the hell was that? Doing? No, I had to, I didn't even I didn't watch it obviously, right. but I had to go vi- look at it on YouTube to see that shot, but yeah, Russell Westbrook the scapegoat, man. There I mean, but is he really a scapegoat? We talked about it well, preseason, you know, man. Anthony just not, Davis ain't really done anything. No. LaFlop LaFlop can't shoot either. Yeah. I mean, he's still scoring cuz he's LeBron, but still I mean, it I kind of enjoy watching the Lakers struggle. Did I did I cut you off too quick on your uh, Hornets? No, I was just gonna say, you know, I'm I'm happy with the Hornets start, man. They're so undermanned. Yeah. And you know, if Gordon Hayward can stay healthy, which is a big if, he's twenty a night. Nick Richards stepping up, I like it. You know, get Lamelo back. I mean, I I think the Hornets, you know, they, they took a big blow in this off season and. You know, we just need we need the Hornets to be good around here. And, and you know, I went to I went to see them play the Jazz last year, and it was it was fun. It was they yeah. were they're an entertaining group, uh, fun to watch. Uh, yeah, I, they're they're a few pieces away from being able to, you know, be a true contender. But uh, but yeah, I would love to see them. Yeah, I mean, I think- find those two you know one or two missing pieces or. Have their players quit getting arrested? <laughs> Man, that was that was a big off season. How about Utah? You just mentioned Utah. Yeah, the Jazz. I mean, Danny Ainge trades away everything, and then they're off to a hot start too. Yeah, well, uh, Colin Sexton. You know, they brought him off the bench uh, in the game one, and I think he had like thirty-one points or something like that. It was. Yeah. But uh, now out out in the West, the uh, <coughs> to, to me, you know. I, We've talked about we're not huge basketball fans, but it, if I was going to have a favorite player today, Ja Morant. Oh, yeah. That kid is must-see TV. Yeah, he's he's the face of the NBA now to me going forward. I mean, I think Zion holds the – Zion could have been. Zion he, holds it, but Ja Morant is, to me, is – I mean, Zion is, is easily – he draws you in because of his size and his right. athleticism, but – but Ja Morant is just so silky yeah. smooth, man. Everything he does is just – I mean, I bet when he goes to the fridge and pours milk, he looks <laughs> smooth pouring milk. Because yeah, he's, he's just smooth at he everything. He is, he is. I'm, Fun to watch. I'm going I'm to try to catch some more of his, his, their games uh, just to watch him. But, yeah, yeah you got the, the Bucks. You know, they look like they're going to be one of the strong teams. Them and the Celtics. Celtics you know, jumping I, out good. Both yep. of them looking good in the East. You got Jaws Grizzly uh, and the Trailblazers yeah. haven't lost yet. Yeah, so, no, there's some some decent basketball being played right now. Yep. All right, let's jump to a, another sport. There's a big game going on tonight. That's big in our house. Actually, it's it's well, it's a big game if big, you consider it, last year's you know, results. You got the defending champs and and uh, you know uh, Final Four teams. So yeah. You got the Avalanche and the Rangers going tonight, and it's the two leading scorers in the NHL. Yeah. Panarin, he leads the league, for, and he's with the Rangers. And then, uh, how do you say it, Nechuskin? I can't, man. I, I can't. Uh, he's, he's got 11 points. He's in, he's tied with uh, Sidney Crosby and, and Dreisaitl with 11 points. Panarin has 12. And 
It's only been like five or six games played so far. So these guys are putting up two points a night. And that, you know, I mentioned he's tied with Crosby. Talk about another, you know, goat that just doesn't – I mean, I would have thought his game would have started falling off by now. Mm, He's still still, on top. He's still dominant. And that's hard for me to say because that's that's one player I love to hate. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's just – He's been there for, for many moons. Oh, and he's been a huge nemesis for my Rangers. Yeah. You know, we, we, we affectionately call him Cindy instead of Sydney. <laughs> I just realized, who's your captain again? Truba. Truba. I didn't realize he was a Michigan man. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that until the other day. I oh, was yeah. just reading up, and he's I Michigan. I thought I mentioned that you when, might when have, I toasted I him. You, might you, don't, you, you don't pay attention don't to what I'm saying. Not, not all the time. I'm usually reading my screen, but. Yeah, yeah I didn't so know he was a Michigan kid. Yes, yeah, so NBA and NHL just just now getting started. Well, let's let's so. mention Uraj Uraj Slavkovsky. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the number one pick overall, yeah. eighteen years 18 old, years youngest old. kid, scored his first goal. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice little wrist shot. Cheers to that. Yeah, yeah, it looked good. Keep look it up, young to, buck. Look forward to watching him because he. I love the Canadians. I mean, I've always been a kind of a. I mean, you know, it's a. It's a. It's a blue chip. Yeah. It's a blue chip in NHL. You know, so. you got them, the the Rangers, the Bruins, the the Red Wings. They're yeah. they're you know. Yep, for sure. So Slavkovsky. All right, you got where you want to go? You want to talk some football? Yeah, let's talk a little NFL. Yeah, let's do NFL. Let's so, uh, old CMC no longer in the Queen City. Good job, Tep. I mean, it was he got a haul for him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, mean, no first, but a lot, no, of, a lot of picks, a lot of picks, and you know, it was the it was the right move. Yeah, it was the right move for the for the Panthers. I mean, they needed to move off of him. I I really <clears throat> wish they could have got a first though, because true, they need a franchise quarterback, and they're probably going to be picking high enough to get one. I think so. But just in case they were to get on a little bit of a roll and and you know, fall to the the fifth or sixth pick. If you got that extra first in your pocket, it, you can right. you can move up. You have higher. some, yeah, some movement. But but no, he did get. You know, I I didn't think he'd get that much for a, a slightly used up <laughs> running I mean, back. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been healthy this year and he's looked good this year, but he's still got a lot of wear and tear on that on that body. It was it was it was a good move. I I applaud Tepper for allowing that. That to be that to be traded, him mm-hmm. to be traded. Um, I yeah, because you know the fans ain't gonna be happy about it. I mean, no, that's the only reason that no, fans were were going to the Panthers. Fans man. need to understand that that was that's not their only asset, yeah. but that was their their aging asset that could bring them in that kind of picks. I mean, and and I I agree with the trade from this angle. Because that def- Carolina's defense is good. Mm-hmm. They have they have an athlete on every level. Right, and I've heard that they are not listening. No, to trade they shouldn't. On they shouldn't. They have a top ten NFL defense. Yeah. They can add some more pieces in the draft. I don't think they're that far from. They competing. aren't that far, and their offensive line, as bad as it was last year, is actually grading out top ten right now in the NFL. And look at the rushing yards this weekend oh, yeah. without C-Mac. Yeah. Deontay Foreman has been I, on the bench. He's not a bad running back. I think when you have somebody like Christian McCaffrey, you want to give him the ball every single play. And it right. actually, it, I think what we saw this weekend, like you said, with the Dante Foreman and Chuba, Chuba Hubbard, 
And even uh, DJ Moore, you know, had good stats. Right. Because now the defense doesn't have to focus on you become just predictable one as an exactly. offensive coordinator. And I even saw it, and he wasn't really, uh, you know, he just got to San Francisco. But you still could see they were force feeding him when yeah. he was on the field. So he still got a burst. Oh yeah, he's he still does. got a burst. He's yeah. a, he's I mean, a hell he's, of an he's athlete. still young, but I, you know, he's still got a lot of Ron Rivera. He he abused that young. Yeah, man. they did. They did. But you know the the Panthers. They you know their defense. I don't think they should trade away their defense. They got they got a defense to build upon. Their offensive line is Iggy is is going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bradley Bozeman started. Mm-hmm. He graded out really high. Um, they they have they have basically four fifths of an offensive line right, right now. That, so they that, got one more. Get that one more piece. Get, get that quarterback. Get that quarterback. Get one more wide receiver. I mean, they got the they're pieces. Not that far. No, they're not they're that, not that, that far. far. DJ, imagine if you get a if you get a true number one, and you have DJ as a an inside guy, right. a possession guy, because DJ is not an over the top guy. Yeah. He's an inside possession well, yeah. guy who breaks a lot of tackles. Yeah, run him on reverses. Yeah, get him, absolutely. Get him the ball in space, kind of like a Debo Samuel type of. Uh, Steve Smith Sr. loves him. Yeah. And if Steve Smith Sr. loves him, I love him because I love listening to Steve Smith. He's accurate. He called the shot on the C-Mac trade. Um, he's been real vocal about the Panthers' front office. Um, I love Steve Wilkes, the head coach. I mean, he got some – Vote of confidence from his players. I think the players love him. So I mean, I, I think the Panthers fans. You know, I'm a I'm a secondary Panthers fan, a Viking fan first, right. Panthers fan second, because I live in the Queen City. But you know, PJ looked good this weekend. Graded out number one in the NFL as a quarterback. Can you believe that? And just think about all the wasted capital and money on Darnold and Baker Mayfield. BJ, I mean, PJ started out the year, wasn't even going to make the team. No, nah, he was lucky to. He was fourth string. Yeah, exactly. Because you had Baker, Darnold. If it wasn't for the injury. And Matt, Matt Corral, Corral. Corral from Ole Miss. Yeah. He was the third string. So, PJ was either going to be looking for a job somewhere else or he was going to be on the practice squad. I mean, he threw some dimes. And now he's. Yeah, I mean, he's still going to Looking like the best one on the roster. He's still going to throw an interception, oh, yeah. too. I mean, he's PJ. But, I mean, I think you can ride with PJ, man. And I think. I think Steve Wilkes has a chance. You know, he's got a chance. Speaking of uh, <coughs> quarterbacks, you know, I mentioned Baker Mayfield coming here to Carolina. Matty Ice mm. lost his job in Indy. I think that's a fake injury just well, to save him some face for benching him. Grade it's two, hard to say. shoulder sprain. Yeah, it's Come hard on, to man. say. Bryce Young's playing with one. That's true. Anyway. You know, so but just looking at these all these vet quarterback moves – Mm. And none of them have panned out. Like I said, you got Matty Ice in Indy. You got Carson Wentz in Washington. Baker Mayfield here in Carolina. They've bounced around for a reason. Or Russell Wilson, Ugh, Russell Wilson. in Denver. Uh, Who's the worst of all of them? I think Baker. Baker's looked the worst technically, statistically. Yeah. Wentz hey. had a couple of good games. You know, Russell, Russell Wilson looks like a – Shadow right. of his former self. I mean, I I understand <coughs> Matty Ice. 
I mean, there was questions whether or not he was legitimately done or not. Right. Well, I, I thought Russ <clears throat> still had a lot of I mean, a lot of throws left in that arm. I mean, he looks lost, man, in Denver. Could be some coaching going on, though, because – Right. I mean, who knows? But Aaron Rodgers struggling. Yep. T. Brady, he's struggling. Well, it, you know, it's a good thing we've got this, this new influx of young quarterbacks because – because we're all of our all big these that have been playing for the last 15, 20 years are on their way out. Yeah, so definitely. now it's going to be left to Joe Burrow to uh, Justin Herbert to Tua if he can stay healthy. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, absolutely. Hell, Danny Dimes if he keeps balling like he's balling. I blew that on fantasy, Jeez. man. I had Danny Dimes, and once again, I go with. Matty Ice <laughs> over Danny Dimes for fantasy this weekend. Oh, I thought matchups, man, and I was almost to pull the trigger on Danny Nichols as well, I you, call him. You know how I always <laughs> talk about our, how the how the how we're bugged. So I'm driving to work Monday, and they're talking about the Giants game, and I'm listening to Keyshawn, Jay Will, and, and Max. Keyshawn, you know. Jay Will and and, uh, and Max are both huge Giants fans, so mm-hmm. they're especially uh, Max Kellerman. He's like Danny Dimes this, Danny Dimes that. Keyshawn pulled a duck. <laughs> He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's up on the nickname. I might call him Danny Nichols. I was like, no, the hell, he didn't just say that. Stole, stole my damn oh, name, and I've like, been calling him Nichols you for have years. Been. You have been. Like I said, this, this. Our studio is bugged. Bugged, man. That's all right. That's that's cred, man. We we take that cred. Yeah. Well, how about your G, man, man? Hey, I'm telling you, New York. We might have to just do a segment on New York football because they're taking over. It's it's good, man. You know, the Bills were on a bye this week, so we keep trying to find reasons why the G men aren't a good five and one, four and one, five and one, six and one team. I know it. But I mean, there's really they're good. Yeah. But they got some injuries. They do. You know, we lost Devin Neal. Uh, He's going to be down three or four weeks. We lost our tight end, which was a scary. I don't know if you saw it, but. I did. He caught a a hand in in the face mask. It broke his eyesight. Yeah. I was afraid, you know, because he had blood all down, and and they rushed him to the hospital. I was like, I I don't even know if I could burst or or whatever, but I was like, I hope he doesn't lose his eye. But uh, so it was just the uh, a fracture. He's athletic too. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a good looking tight end. Yeah, yeah, he is. So, so yeah, uh, the Giants got a tough one this week. They got to go to Seattle, and Seattle. I mean, That's the Seahawks four and three, man. What about them? Pete Carroll is laughing his ass off. By Russ, Geno Smith can be a better you. I mean, we we had the Seahawks. I had the Seahawks winning three games this year. I thought, well, it, you know, I, 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 I saw them being in contention for the number one overall pick. Sure, me too. And, me too. Uh, it ain't looking like that's going to come to fruition. How about, the, how about the Dolphins being led by Tua? They're yeah. just better. Yeah, I mean. They're better. And he, you know, he came back from that bad concussion, you know, with his fingers gripped up and all that. When he came out, looked great on that opening drive, let him down the field for a touchdown. Second drive, he's running around, not sliding. I'm like, Tua, Tua. we get it. You're not scared, but you still got to be smart. I know. We want you to have a long career, 
slide or throw the ball away. He's not going to. You have ain't got to prove career. to us how tough you are and how you're not scared. We get it. We know that. We know you're tough. Take care of your body, young man. Slide. Yeah, because the Dolphins are clearly, clearly a legit team with you, without you. They're, they're struggle. I, I do think he was rushing his throws a little bit because you didn't see that Tua accuracy. Yeah, you're right. You're you know, right. he was he, he was, was high on behind some, I mean, and high. Yeah. Pittsburgh had at least three or four interceptions in Jalen hands. Waddle runs one, scores from like 50 out if he hits him yeah. with a typical Tua lead pass. Yeah, I, I think Tua was rushing his throws just a little bit too much, um, and that was costing him his typical accuracy. I, I, you know, of course, he's been out for two and a half weeks, so sure. he's going to have some rust. A little rust, for sure. So hopefully he gets back on track and gets back to being, uh, you know, accurate, accurate Tua. Tua. So. But, yeah, it was great to see him back on the field. It's hard to watch because <laughs> you think every time he gets hit, I know, is he going to get it up? Is, it is worrisome every time. But, and then he uh, wants to try to run people over, man, and I just don't. He thought he, – he, you know, they were celebrating the undefeated Dolphins, so maybe and – and he shook Larry Zonka's hand before the game started. So, he thought he was so the maybe, zonk. He, Yeah, maybe he thought he was the Zonk. But, uh, yeah, good to see him bow. You know, a terrible yeah. – ter- we, we were talking the New York football, terrible injury for the Jets. Yeah, yes. Uh, he was having a he, rookie Brees, of the year. Brees Hall was he was looking good, uh, and uh, so he tore his ACL. He's out for the year. They traded for James Robinson, which is good. I it's mean, a good trade, you know, because he led Jacksonville in rushing the last two seasons. But he's kind of been an afterthought now that ATN yeah. is. Yeah, they got ATN now, and then they have Hasty to back him up. So, right. so I mean, it's a good expendable, good, good trade. You know, and he was. I'm pretty sure he was an undrafted free agent anyway when Jacksonville got him. Mm. So they turned that into, <coughs> you know, draft Some capital, draft and and they've got you know two running backs like you said that can take care of the job sure. so it's good it's a win-win for everybody it uh, really for both was. teams so let's see i don't i mean that's that i mean we kind of touched base on uh you know dak dak looked yeah. pretty decent in his first game back he had a good good quarterback rating right cowboys right. looked looked good with dak back under the center um, yeah i mean that nfc east yeah the nfc east all every, every team won who would have who would have thought that you know preseason yeah. we thought the nfc east was going to be a well, the top three teams, the Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys, they're a combined 17-3. and three. I know. It's their... And the NFC South, horrible. Yeah. yeah, I think the Bucks, as bad as they've been, they're still well, in the driver's seat. The Panthers are in the and number the Panthers, one. They're 2-0 yeah. and oh in the conference. <laughs> but, I mean, if you think about it, the, the Bucks, the Packers, the Niners, they all fell to 3-4. and four. And yeah. those, those preseason, there were all three of those were playoff teams. Yeah. Now, I mean, it's still early yet, but still, it yet. is. But you I know, mean, the usually, Bucks are struggling. Todd Bowles. This, I mean, we're a third of the way done. Yeah, we're, that's we're, true. We're going into week eight. That's we're true. almost halfway. We're almost we're halfway almost done. Halfway done. Yeah. So you know, things are. Todd Bowles is not an NFL head coach. Nah. He just wrecks. He seems to just not be able to be good. You know, yep. He's he, and this this isn't his first opportunity. So and Leftwich is hurting his his chances of of a head coaching right. job because the Bucks offense is struggling. So yeah, it's interesting. I mean, and I, I struggled really to kind of find some really cool games for next week. I I I, I picked a few. 
I mean, um, the Ravens, Buc- the Ravens Buccaneers game, I think would be a good Thursday night game. You know, I, I thought about that one because you, you got Brady, you they got have to Lamar. Win. You, you know, they're starting to but get the in these Buc- real win situations. Right now, the Bucks are just so hard to watch. They are hard to watch. You know, I, and we we talked about it. You know, Brady's that offensive line. line I mean, Tom Brady's uh, he's a he's always been a throw at the back of his drop quarterback. Right. I mean, he releases the ball. As soon as he hits his drops. Yeah. And you see him now, he's double clutching and he's inaccurate because he's double clutching and he's getting rushed from up um, in the middle. Well, you he, know, no slow quarterback wants to be rushed from the center right. of the line. You you prefer to be rushed left and right. Yeah, you can step up. Yeah, you can step up. You see it. But coming straight at you, yeah. it's a much different rush. So, yeah, I watched that game, but I didn't put it as one of my games to watch. Well, like I said, I struggled. You know, I think I did too. You know, I've got Arizona and the Car- uh, Vikings. Arizona the Vikings. Yeah, I got uh, that one. The Cardinals. Now that they've got D Hop back, looked a little bit better. So let's see another option. Um, I've got. I've actually got the Niners and the Rams. I want to know which one of these teams is going to take a step in the right direction. You know, the Niners got all this offensive firepower now. Can they put it together, Jimmy? Or are they just? Are both these teams just overrated? You know, well, the Rams. Jimmy, Jimmy G's looks horrible, and Matthew Stafford, I think the elbow thing. Yeah. I think he's playing hurt. I, I knew that was going to be an issue, and it clearly looks like it. So no, I, I mean, got I got New England against the Jets. I I kind of picked that game out because I'm looking for you know I but this was before last night. I, yeah, I was going to say New England worries me now. Last yeah. night they got a clear quarterback controversy. Right. Which I really don't think they do. I think they rushed Mac Jones. Well, back. I think Mac rushed himself. Yeah. Back. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But, but they, they allowed they it. Pulled to him. Yeah. Like two, so yeah, fast. Yeah. He threw six passes and yeah, Belichick. Yeah, that was he, not handled I think he's correctly. Outsmart, trying to outsmart himself. Yeah, that was not handled correctly. But I want to see the I want to see the Jets because I consider you know that New England defense is pretty strong. And then uh, I've got the Sunday night game. Uh, the Packers and the Bills. Yeah, there again, I think the Bills are going to stomp them. But are the Packers going? You know, the Packers, the Niners, the Rams. Those were all preseason picks for playoffs. Right. They've all got only three wins on the season. <clears throat> so, you know, I'm ready to see is one of these teams or two of these teams going to step up. Then, of course, I've also got. Uh, I don't think we, I think I skipped over the Giants at the Seahawks. Yeah, I was about to say I didn't. I, I didn't see it on. That the, actually is probably the best. I think that's the best matchup game. of the weekend with two teams with winning records. Two are, teams with winning. Are records. they? Are they as good as their records show, yeah. or are they doing it with smoke and mirrors? Right. So you know, it's still going to be an intriguing game. It's always hard to go into Seattle and, yeah. and play, especially flying cross country. So. We'll see. We'll see. It should be a good game, and uh, the Giants are going to battle all the way to the end, whether they win or not. But uh, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Yeah, it should be a good game. I agree. All right, let's talk a little college football. Let's do it. And the dumpster fire, Texas A and M, just keeps on keeping on. Keeps on. That's the gift that Jim, keeps Jim, on giving. Jimbo Fisher, the gift that keeps giving, and he's got a $100 million buyout, so what are you going to do with him? Oh, $100 million, man. Jimbo, Jimbo, I, I don't want to call the man a loser, you know, but he seems to lose at every facet of life. You know, he's <laughs> – Except he, he's 
Division one coach, but he's only had one <coughs> season at A and M where he didn't lose at least four games. Yeah, he's so vastly overrated as a coach. Well, he's he's he hangs his hat on the one national championship at, at Florida State. He had the best player in the country, Jameis Winston. Right, won in that national championship. He hangs it on being able to beat Nick. Yeah, six foot five wide receiver who went up and made the exactly. game winning catch on, on a ball thrown through the gym. Right. I mean, you know, and and victory over Nick Saban. And right. So yeah. People no, think he's, you know, just this coaching. I think it's karma to me that Jimbo's struggling. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then, and then uh, they suspended they. The report said they weren't sure if it was three or four, but uh, this outstanding <coughs> freshman class that they brought in or bought in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, three of them have been suspended for some. They, they didn't give details. Something, some locker room incident. But um, in two of these, this is their second offense. And seems like he was warned about entitlement and prepaying players that's not what the nil was intended yep. upon we've had this discussion yep there's coaches there's there's a real well-known coach that warned the ncaa about the nil and, and what it could become and i think it's coming to fruition we're starting to see it i think i heard you say the word but karma's a bitch karma's a bitch so. yeah good for good for jimbo good luck jimbo um, I got another shakeup in my top five. Well, I kind of, I kind of allowed you to mold my top top five for this. Oh, it's mean, like you followed suit with me on uh, number five there. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I brought, did. I, bu- I, did. I bumped Clemson to six. Well, I got Clemson. I got Clemson. I put Bama and Clemson outside looking yeah. in. Yeah, I got. It. I mean, I would I would put Clemson ahead of Bama just because they're they undefeated. haven't lost yet. Yep. So and I, they still have a decent W over NC State. Right, but they were gifted a win this weekend. Gifted. I mean, they. I watched the game, and I'm I'm telling you that some of that officiating. Oh, horrendous. That was horrendous. I mean, how do you? End. Okay, just so Syracuse's quarterback is running down the sideline, parallel with the sideline. And no, uh, Clemson's quarterback. Yeah, the, the backup, Klubnik, Klubnik, whatever his name is. Cole Klubnik. Uh, he's running parallel with the sideline, and the Syracuse guy doesn't just shoulders. Just kind of makes sure that he doesn't cut back in. He just you know body hip checks him on the sideline on a and crucial this was on third, third down. Third and twenty-one. Yeah, third and twenty-one. Up. Horrible flag. Roughing the passer. Or unnecessary roughness, automatic first down, they go down, score a touchdown. It would have been a turnover on downs. Right. I don't know if it was the next possession or two possessions, but the Syracuse quarterback, he's rolling out, running. He's going. He's out of bounds. He's going perpendicular. Yeah, yeah. he's clearly run out he's, of bounds. He's past, you know, they got that thick white line on the side. Right. Line. He was past that. And I was okay with the, with the defender riding him out. But then, but he, then shoves he shoves him yeah. after he's three, four yards yeah. out of bounds and no flag. Clearly shoves him. I mean, and I mean, I, I, I could care less about either call, but you're going to call be one. Yeah. Be consistent, man. It was so yeah. So so to me, Clunch is just not impressive to me. And the fact just that getting DJ by. got pulled, DJ is not good. Yeah, he's not good. And he's he's not a he's not a playoff quarterback. Dabo said he's. 
the starting quarterback. Sure. So Dabo acts like he's going back to him, but I, you know, Clemson's going to have to ride their defense. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to ride their defense. Well, and in the ACC, you can get away with that. And Shipley. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you, and he can get away with that in the ACC. Oh, they're fine in the ACC. But they're going to get stomped in the playoffs. First game of the playoffs. Yeah, they're, 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 they're gonna, playoff they're trash. They're going to be one and done. Playoff trash. So, man, yeah, like I, I said, I moved them to six. So, that means I got a new team in my top five, and it's not Alabama. No. I still look at them at number seven. My number five is TCU. TCU for me. They beat uh, number 17, Kansas State. And they've won four straight games against ranked opponents. You know, yeah. that's why I got Tennessee as my number one because of the resume. Right. Well, I brought TCU in. I didn't quite bump them up, uh, you know, any higher than five. Uh, no, I agree. Given the, given the competition. And it, I it wanted was, to bump TCU above Ohio. I was considering. Just because Ohio State's, Vic, Ohio State's resume is still, weak. Still no signature wins. They can get one this weekend. Yeah, I mean, but it's still it lost some luster. It did, but it's still going to Penn sure. State. Penn State's ranked, so it'll at least give them a a road win over a ranked team. So it'll at least help True. a little bit. With it I mean, will. I mean, the Big East is still coming down to the Michigan Ohio State game. So Big Ten. Yeah, what I say, the Big East. Big East. That's, that's <laughs> yuck, man. Yuck. yuck. The Big Ten. <laughs> that's the uh, states. Yeah, no, that's the I, statesman talking. <laughs> So I, I agree. I, I mean, I, I I bumped Ohio to four that's in this I, poll just because I, I, you know, after listening last week, I started to look at their their resume and it's weak. Yeah, it's weak. The I will, eye test tells I, me that yeah, they're. I will say that they are. Yeah, beating the shit out of the yeah. teams they're playing. Yeah, but that's so, that's not good enough when exactly. you start ranking. I want I want to see. And you. we're a, we're a week away from the committee. Yeah. Next Tuesday. Yep. We'll be here taping probably, and the the the, the new committee ranking right. will come out. Yep. I yep. put I got Michigan I got three. You, I got your boys three. They were idle. They got their uh, their in-state rival next week, but they should they should be able to handle. They should Sparty pretty easily. Number two Georgia. Uh, they were idle also. They got the Florida game this week, but uh, really <coughs> that's going to come down to the, t- the Tennessee game in two weeks. Um, and I still got Tennessee as my number one, and uh, they've got they got Kentucky this week, and then Georgia next week. So we're gonna find out a lot a lot about Tennessee over these next two weeks. Yeah, I mean I think we know Tennessee's good, but you know they're they're gonna they're entering into a gauntlet. So yeah. we'll see. I agree. I put UT second, and I have Georgia number one. And I based my number one ranking for the Bulldogs was solely based on the Oregon momentum. Yeah. Oregon has yeah, Oregon's and, momentum. That's what I said last week that yeah. that Oregon win is now looking a whole lot better. It is. Uh, it's still a West Coast football team. You know, I I don't know how much I want to give too much credit, but <laughs> um, you know, UGA. I still I still think UGA's got a little offensive issues. You know, but they can hang their hat on a solid defense for sure. And but the Oregon momentum to me vaults UGA to number one. Yeah, I, I mean. I, I can see that. There's going to be a lot of things settled over the next couple of weeks. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the, the dust is going to settle on all of it. Right. You know, the dust is going to settle on, on Bama, mm-hmm. handling business all the way out. I mean, Alabama's they got to go to LSU. They're on a bye this week, but then they have to go to LSU, which is not going to be, you know. No, LSU, LSU's on a LSU's roll. LSU's starting to look good, so that's not going to be easy. No. They have to go to Ole Miss. That's not going to be easy. Lane – 
Lane's come close every time he's Lane, played. Lane's kind of like, yeah, he, he he understands the blueprint. Yep. I'm and, not uh, incredibly then, worried about Ole Miss because they're a running team. Right. They're not that high power. Yeah, they're like a they dink and dunk. Year. And, you know, with, with the Eli Ricks emergence mm-hmm. and McKinstry and Ricks, I mean, we're – I feel like we're we're pretty locked down. If we can work out our safety issues and well, Henry Toto, he's just lost in coverage. Well, yeah, he's lost in and, coverage, uh, but he's so good. Yeah, but he's and lost. Helms, he looked good last week. He did. Maybe maybe the Tennessee I, I, game embarrassed ten, him. Well, and, and Tennessee was putting their best wide receiver <laughs> against our worst Hypo man DB. Yeah, Hypo. So I mean, you got to give Hypo credit. He he put his team in a better position to win because he did. You know, Golding probably should have had Kool Aid following. We should have been locked anywhere, down exactly yeah, where he went. I thought the same thing, but that's that's not what we do, and that's and not. That but, was, but that, you're was, right. that was two weeks ago, so we don't even need to talk about it. We got I our know. asses whooped. Well, hey, we didn't really get our asses whooped. I tell you what, the emergence our DBs of, got their asses whooped. The emergence of Eli Ricks. That's going to be huge. That's and, huge. It and, just, you know, I don't know if you noticed who caught the last yeah, pass of the game. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. our Tyler Harrell, our Louisville <coughs> transfer. So our wide-out situation so might improved. Be, yeah, we might be getting some uh, a deep threat <laughs> to kind of open things up. And uh, – it's almost like you said. Nick just kind of knows the right time to. It is. It's like Eli Ricks, six foot two, emergence. You know, Harold back. You know, we got um, what's his name came back too. He contributed Saturday. Another receiver, JoJo, or no? Um, I know Aaron Anderson was also out. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, but it, we're we're, yeah. we're putting together. Yeah. It, they're, they're, they're building momentum at the right time, and if they can just keep that going yeah. and peak. Backs against the wall. Yeah, that might be the best the wall, thing for And them. then peak at the end of the season. That's it. Everything's right there for you. Got a few games to watch this weekend. I mentioned one already, Ohio State and Penn State. Yeah. Two, two uh, ranked teams. <laughs> first, <clears throat> first semi-test for Ohio State, the Florida-Georgia game, even though I, I, mean, I don't know that it's going to be a game. Yeah, I don't know that Florida would have to play perfect. Georgia does have some injuries, uh, so that might help neutralize things a little bit, but I, I I just don't know that Florida can, you know, they might hang with them for a quarter, <laughs> maybe a half. Yeah, but, I could You know, see. stranger th- I mean, <clears throat> upsets happen all the time, so. Uh, number nine, OK State against number 22, Kansas State. Yeah, that should be entertaining. You know, they uh, – they both recently had a loss. So, and then uh, another game I already mentioned, uh, featuring two potential first-round quarterbacks in the NFL, and that's Kentucky and Tennessee with yeah. Levis and Hooker. I didn't. I didn't look at Levis's status. I'm assuming he's okay. He played last week, so okay. I'm assuming he's he's okay. I think All he. Right. I, I assumed he was just missing that one game, but I didn't. I didn't look it up. Okay. I hope he plays because yeah, it'll make for, makes the difference makes for a much better game. So, of course, I got the Michigan State Michigan game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's always a good one for. Well, there again, I Michigan people. I don't see that being much of a game, but shouldn't be. But shouldn't be. But crazy Mich- things have happened. It's kind of like rivalry. Alabama Auburn. You throw the records out the window. That's right. And uh, like you said, crazy things happen, and a lot of times the the team that wasn't supposed to win comes out with the win. 
Yeah, Michigan just needs to keep clicking on and knocking down these opponents in front of them for their November showdown. Mm -hmm. I legit think we got a chance, man. I, I legit think Michigan has a chance at the horseshoe. Yeah, that's going to be a it's tough It's going to be a good game, man. But that Michigan defense, it's solid, man. It's really solid. and We'll see. I mean, I, I at the beginning of the year, I pretty much thought there was no opportunity. Mm -hmm. But each passing week, I think that I think the game's going to be entertaining, at least entertaining. Anyway, that's it for me. Yeah, that's uh, that's all I've got over here. I think it's time that we uh, make our way over to yeah. the bar and we'll, we'll sample those two old Foresters and then we'll rate, rate that, that shit. shit. See you at the bar. See ya. Welcome to Colby's Bar, and it's time for Rate That Shit. It is. Like we talked about earlier, we've got two more from the old Forster collection. We've got the just the tried and true, entry level, just straight Kentucky bourbon. Straight from the bottom. And then we've got the 1870, which is when this was originated. So I'm kind of curious to see. This one's, oh, I, it's 90 proof. I said during the podcast, 93, but it, it's actually 90 proof, whereas the original is 86. So yeah. be interested to see if they taste it's, similar or this almost complete us through the Forester line, it, right? It, yeah, yeah. We, we this will make number six. It'll get us through all the Whiskey Row series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then there's yeah, still some out there, like you mentioned earlier, the, the, the birthday, birthday, and and then there's some single batches that you know maybe we'll get some of those too because. I've been I've been pleased with the old Forester. Yeah, the old Forester line has been uh I've been, been excellent. Was and never an old Forester drinker, but clearly uh clearly so far through our taste test it should be on your shelf if you're a collector or you just like to have a variety of choices. We haven't given anything yeah. less than a three. No, and, it's been uh, good. So why don't you explain yeah. what we mean by giving less than a three? Yeah, so our our um uh, bourbon buzz and ball and we have our own proprietary <laughs> It's really not proprietary, but it's it's how we rate our bourbon. So if you're watching, you can see it behind me. And if you're listening, I'll explain it. We do a one through four scale. One for us, we just we it just didn't meet our palate. We don't like it. We brown bag a one. We don't brown bag too many. No. Um to us, we love bourbon. So you gotta be really bad to get brown bagged. Number two. Um, it's a good bourbon. Might be a, a cheap stock bourbon. It might be a high proof bourbon that, that that doesn't meet your palate. We call that a mixer. Number three, the bourbon's getting better, getting smoother. Um, we call that on the rocks. And last but not least, number four, our top shelf. That's neat. That's how we like to drink our bourbon. Um, I personally like to drink mine in this Glencairn. I think it adds to the to the whole flavor it adds to the whole experience yeah it focuses all those those notes and everything to your to your nose and your mouth and yeah i mean that's, that's we bounce it. around a lot too we we drink a lot of different bourbons oh, yeah. you know we yeah. don't just stick to one and stick to yeah. one mixer and, and you know like you mentioned we we're kind of stingy on our fours our neats and we don't give out a lot of ones because we typically aren't going to buy some Shit yeah. off the bottom. No, the I mean nobody wants us to. And we we really in. haven't done any below. You know, I was thinking about that today when when you told me that we were going to do this one. It's cheapest, and isn't it? That's one of the cheapest is ones. That cheaper if, than the goat. I think it is. 
that was twenty one dollars. And we haven't done a, a you know, our, our rating system for price. We do the one dollar sign, the two dollar signs, and the three dollar signs. We haven't done a one dollar sign, which is thirty dollars and under, in a while. You know, right. we, we've been on some <coughs> on some of the higher price bourbon. So it's good that we're getting back to uh, the base something that, that yeah. you know. Something a little bit cheaper. Well, it's available to everybody. Exactly. So, you know, you can you can pretty much go in any ABC or liquor store, and you're going to find these. These have been widely available for us, and we right. live in North Carolina, where you and know are it's, it's a little harder to get some of the some better stuff. So, anyway, well, they they tell me that we, you should get a strong floral smell uh-huh. with uh, cement, tobacco, and vanilla. I'm getting some vanilla for sure. Yep. Some vanilla. Maybe a little, nose, little floral. Little floral. Not, not as, you know, they described it as strong. I don't even honestly know what tobacco smells like. Have you ever smelled a tobacco leaf? No. Like, just, yeah. I mean, just, I mean uh, other than like. I've never felt the need to put my nose tobacco. Up. I do get some floral. Now, as far as taste, you should have an oak and a pine up front. Then you get the mash, you get the corn and the rye, and then should finish with vanilla and orange. I'm honestly really impressed with their descriptions. <laughs> We've been saying that for, this, this will be the third week in a row for saying that. Really right? impressed with, with Old Forester's descriptions because it, <coughs> excuse me, it's accurate. It's really accurate on the the orange and the vanilla. And I definitely got the, the woodsy. The wood, yeah, I got the piney and the. And the barrel-y taste up front, finished off with the orange and the vanilla, the spice. Mm -hmm. Um, Not a lot of complexity to it, you know, as you wouldn't expect anyway out of $21. Um, You know, it's it's good. If you don't have much on your shelf and and you do have an old Forester, I would definitely drink that. Yeah. The proof is a little bit of a hug. The proof, you know, 86 proof. That's pretty mild. I, I mean, that's a mixer for me, obviously. There's no complexity to it. Yeah. Was, it's a good taste. It's a really good taste, actually. It is. I mean, for, for a $21 bottle of bourbon. Yeah, you can't go wrong. If we were pricing it, I mean, rating it, <coughs> and really giving a curve for the price, it might fall into a three for me. But just rating it on the on the taste and how I like it, I'm with you. It's a two. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's, it's not a brown bag, you know. And I I had one ready because I was, you know, wasn't no, sure. No, it's, it's I wasn't tough. sure. No, and it, it's it's you know, if I could go up the scale, it would be like a two point. Yeah, closer to the three. Well, yeah, like I said, when you add, when you factor in that price value, exactly, and it was just a pleasant taste. Yeah, I mean, it. I would put it right there with you know a Jim Beam, a Crown Royal. That kind of level, uh, you know. To me, it's not quite to a Maker's Mark or a Buffalo right. Trace. Yeah, we, or, we look or a for a little bit more, more out of our bourbons, for right? Sure. But, I, but definitely for twenty one bucks. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if, if you're going tailgating, <laughs> you're going to a concert. Sure. Yeah, sharing wanna, a bottle. Yeah, you want to sneak a bottle in, pick one up. That, that'd be good for that. Uh, so yeah, not bad. Uh, no, no, it's good. And of course, I I didn't have the expectations for this sure. that I had for the, the higher end old exactly. Forester, so exactly not disappointed, uh, not at all. But uh, but yeah, it's definitely a, a two for me. 
All right, well, let's go to the 1870, which is the original date of the birth of Old Forester. And so this is what they call the original batch, 1870. 90 proof, so you get in there, you know, we like, we like our bourbons at least 90 proof. So this accomplishes that. This, this runs for about $55. It's got a little, definitely a little richer color than, than this first old forest. Right. Yeah, it's in line, it's, it, it lines up with the, the other ones from the collection. Uh, you're supposed to get clove, citrus fruit, and then a little honeysuckle in the aroma. On the nose, I'm, I'm definitely getting some citrus yep. on the nose. And I, I do want to say I'm getting a little, a little sweetness. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's honeysuckle to me. Definitely some sweetness to it. It's got a good, good smell. And then in the taste, it should start off with some like baking spices like uh, nutmeg, clove, cinnamon so the spices you would you would bake with tasted like a cookie to me is what you're supposed to start with i did get like a cookie well it's funny you say that because so after you get the spices then you're supposed to get the citrus but it's supposed to finish with shortbread how about that <laughs> you didn't tell me no that. you didn't even know that you didn't tell me but that. that's funny it's that, funny that you said that it because tastes like a cookie to me it tasted almost like a sugar cookie well it, 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 they describe it as a shortbread sweetness That's high class to me. And I, I thought these two might be a little bit closer in taste, but really not. That's very nice. That's that a very nice bourbon. I mean, I could, I could, I mean, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to put that a neat for me, man. I, I can't put a rock in that. Right. I mean, I, I could, but I don't prefer that. But if you have this, if you have this available on your shelf, I could drink that all day long. That's high praise for. That's putting it there with the nineteen ten and the. I know, and the, I know. And the I'm just happy with the foresters, man. I'm just happy with the foresters. Yeah, I mean, to... I, I'm torn between, you know, because the proof. There's, it, it's a little lacking in proof to me. Right, and, that, and, and that's probably what lacking. I'm. That's probably what I'm having a hard time making it neat. Yeah, but I mean, but it does meet my. Usually, that ninety is my my lower limit. If you're lacking in proof, though, it's hard to put a rock in it. From from a drinking right. standpoint, but right. I guess I got to stick to our right, right, yeah, I'm, yeah, system, yeah. So yeah, no, I I definitely will put it put it a three. Uh, uh, it's definitely an on the rocks for me. I can't quite give it a neat, but it, it was, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. I think it's a good bourbon. I think, I think we need to try one more. Because this one's got me on the fence. Are you on the fence this of a two? A, and a no, three? no, 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 no. Okay, no. okay, good. I'm, no, this has got me. I'm four and a three. You, you, no. you about had me talked into a four. Well, you talked me out and of then a four. I, and I, think I, look, and I, I think like, I talked you out of it. That's why I'm like, we're going to have to. <laughs> let me let me cleanse this palate one more time. Yeah, I mean it's good, but it's it's ninety. It should be smooth, but it's not. But it's got nice. It's beautiful. Flavors. It's really a good bourbon. And like you said, that that sweet cookie at the end. Man, I'm almost I'm almost 
I'm going to stick to our, our proprietary rating system, the three, just because for me personally, it lacks a little bit of that pop yeah. from the proof for me to want to go to that. You know, I'll go to the Statesman over that. Yeah. There's a lot of bourbons and, I would go to over. Yeah. And that's why, that's why I said that. When you were talking four, I, that's when I was comparing it. Because we gave the statesman and the nineteen ten a four, like, and that's is fifty four bucks. Yeah, fifty five. So I mean, fifty five dollars, fifty five dollars. Yeah, <coughs> this this is this was a very tough one. <coughs> it's a solid three point five. <laughs> <laughs> cheating, You're cheating. Yeah, yeah. If we if we might need to revamp our proprietary. We might need to go to some points because. Because I was on the fence too, but I'm gonna stick with the three. It's a good bourbon, it really is. I'll stick with the three too. I think, uh, I think, I personally don't think you can go wrong with any of the old foresters. They're all good. The Statesman is, is that that finish on that right there. Even the Prohibition that I'm sipping on here. Yeah, I mean that's that's a high proof. But it's a smooth high right. proof. And we it gave that one a three. Yeah. So, you know, just to kind of recap the old Forester. So just your, your regular straight Kentucky bourbon, 86 proof. We gave it a two. The 1870, the 1920, and the 1897, which was the, the uh, bottled and bond. Bottled and bond, 100. Those three, we gave threes. And then the Statesman and the 1910, the, the old fine. The Statesman's in a different location because it's almost <laughs> it's gone. It's almost empty. <laughs> uh, but there'll be a new bottle to replace it. Yeah, always. Uh, so we gave both of those uh, a four. And uh, Statesman's a top shelfer, you know. So if you kind of have a bourbon, bourbon bar or you have a collection, you know, I think the Statesman clearly is a top shelfer. Yeah. Bourbon, it's it's definitely, and I think Old Forester clearly has earned their right. I, I to had be no idea the top shelf collectible bourbon because the whole line is really good. See, when I was growing up and bartending, it was just the old men, and I guess I'm an old man now. You are an old that man, would come so in and flavor and, your, your you profile. Know, it was, it was only the old men that would come in and drink the Old Forester, so mm -hmm. I always kind of associated Old Forester with that. And never really gained an appreciation for it being a damn good bourbon. Well, we become we become aficionados. Yeah, yeah. I mean, back then so, I would I would drink Jim Beam, sure. Jack Daniel, you know, whatever. It took me it took me up until last year to get my dad, my seventy plus year old dad, off of Jim Beam. Yeah. I mean, he thought Jim Beam was the bourbon yeah. be all end all. Then he's <laughs> gone to Woodford, and and now I've. I've kind of taught him that hey, that's really not. Yeah, that's that's not the top that, shelf. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. so many better. Oh yeah, but Woodford's good. Yep. But man, the old Foresters clearly. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Very Brian impressed. Brian put us on. The, he did. The he old did. Foresters yeah. and suggested this review and. And that's you know, I'm gonna have to get him over here and set him up a flight. Do a blind taste and let him do do the flight of, of the the whiskey row series. Yeah, good and, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was good. It was a good show. 
good show. You know, we didn't really have any uh, standout topics. We just kind of recapped the week in sports. Kind of hard to with all sports yeah. colliding yeah. at one time, you know. And But I do want to have a topic for next week. You know, next week's Halloween. So I want to do kind of like a, a rapid fire Halloween themed uh, discussion. Kind of like throw out there what's scarier, this or that. What's spookier, this or that. Which is a better treat, this or that. Hmm. And we'll throw them at each other and, you know. Kind of like we did with the dis or disrespect, right, dis right. or respect, Talk where back and forth. you know we didn't really know what was coming, but we just threw out topics. You just you know think of it on the spot, come up with something. Kind of kind of like the dis or respect, uh, but this one I want to do kind of like a Halloween type of theme Sweet. on it. So come down. Let's do that next week. You know, of course we'll do all our usual stuff. We'll, sure. We'll open with a toast. We'll name some more scumbags. Uh, we'll come in hot. With some They'll curry. present themselves <laughs> this week, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. We'll find some more scumbags. Yep. And then we'll come in hot with some current current events. Do a, a quick little recap of you know what's going on in the world of sports, and then we'll we'll do this, uh, this rapid fire. We haven't planned out where we're heading next with the bourbon, have we? No, we have not. You know, we went to we went to uh, Tybee so, Island, yeah. Savannah. Yeah. You picked up a Savannah bourbon. I picked up. A no, I didn't get one. Oh, I thought you got a Savannah mm-hmm. bourbon. Now that's where I got that blue, blue, uh, blue. What's it called? Blue run. Blue run. Yeah. But I do. If you want to do the Savannah next week, I do have this Cape Fear, this frying pan from Cape Fear. Okay. So we can do the frying pan. And a Savannah. So we can compare we can compare Georgia bourbon versus is that a North Carolina bourbon case yes. here? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we can do a Georgia bourbon versus a Carolina bourbon next week. I can't hardly see it. It's so fine print, but I see the I N- see the I N- see NC. The NC. Elizabeth Town. There we go. Liz- so that's what Elizabeth we'll Town do. NC. So we'll do that. We'll- Couple North, of high price points. It'll be the right? civil, civil War, North versus North the South. Versus the South. <laughs> What's the better well no, that's Carolina. Yeah, I've heard that discussion. When you think of Carolina, uh-huh. do you think of North Carolina or do you think of South Carolina? North. Which is the better Carolina? North. Well, that's a, <laughs> that's a discussion. So maybe we should get a North Carolina and South Carolina bourbon, but we'll stick with the Savannah. Well, that is. That'd be North and South. Oh, no, you just. No, I was thinking Georgia. Yeah, yeah, Georgia. Savannah, Georgia. Georgia. I've, yeah, I don't yeah. know where I got South Carolina. Yeah, from. that's what I was thinking. I guess we, the S from Savannah. If I, we had a South Carolina. I got gotcha. Perfect for a lead in on, yeah, on that discussion. But no, we'll we'll do some. These are some high point. How, how much was this one? It was a gift. I don't know. <laughs> that's the best kind. <laughs> it was free. <laughs> As my wife would say, it was free 99. Free 99. Well, I think the bourbon I bought was 70. It was pricey. I think it was it 70 was bucks. Yeah. yeah. So it's not cheap, but. Well, maybe we'll, maybe I'll see. I'll look and see if if I can find a South Carolina, and we'll do a Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. There we go. Uh, He's always wanting to add additional bourbons to it. <laughs> I finally got him to two. How, how far west do you want to go? We want. <laughs> do we need to? We can get Old Soul for uh, Mississippi. We can go. We already there. done. Well, we already done Mississippi we and Alabama because yeah. that shit sucked. Yeah, old that Mississippi River. Won that one. And, but old, yeah, Old Soul definitely was was better. So. Maybe maybe uh, 
after we declare the winner of North Carolina versus Georgia, they'll have to battle South Carolina. South Carolina and uh, Kentucky doesn't count. Yeah, Kentucky, Kentucky wins. Yeah, you're their out chance. Of, you're out of the discussion, Kentucky. All right, so, well, I think we've uh, talked enough, and uh, I'm ready to hit this statesman again. Yeah. So uh, be sure and follow us on our socials. I didn't put them up uh, there, yeah. but uh, Bourbon Buzz and Balling at right. PR. Or no, PR. Bourbon Buzz and Balling PR, PR at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Right. Email us, give us some feedback. Check us out on YouTube, Bourbon Buzz and Ballin', Instagram, Bourbon Buzz and Ballin', everything's TikTok, Bourbon Buzz and Ballin'. Yeah, everything. TikTok, so. we're trying to put some TikToks out there. Apple, Spotify, that's it, everywhere. everywhere. We're gaining, we're getting that's some more right. followers. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. Every so, week we add new new people. And, yeah. uh, it's rolling. It's rolling. I'm having a good time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're having fun. Drive on if you don't want to listen to us. Tune in to the Bourbon part. Um, again, give us some feedback. Let us know what you like, what you dislike. Um, give us some bourbon choices that you might want to have yes. us put up here Absolutely. and rate. Yeah, especially some of these that yeah, I mean, you go. I go in the store all the time, and I'm like, never heard of that, never heard of that, never. And I don't necessarily want to buy a bottle because it might suck, kind of like some right. of these that are stuck on these shelves yeah, up yeah. here that uh, you know got a lot of dust on them. <laughs> yeah, they'll be for certain guests. That's right, certain guests. So, Sweet. Anyway. We'll see y'all next week. See you Cheers. next week. Cheers.